Welcome to podcast number 27. I appreciate uh, everybody taking the time to tune in and uh, write write to me on some of the requests that you have. And that's actually uh, where today's uh, topic comes from. Um, I'm recording this. Uh, here it is pretty much the middle of summer. Um, I've had a very, very busy schedule. And I've got about a week off before my schedule gets busy again. And I had some pretty, pretty fun experiences uh, the last few weeks. Um, being at a lot of the Moto America races, teaching a lot of classes um, up in the Pacific Northwest, uh, as well as teaching some stuff in, in, in Utah as well. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, I, as I get more and more into this, uh, what I'm doing here, and, and of course with these podcasts as well, yeah, there's, there's definitely some things that, that we see as, as trending in our sport. And, uh, you know, the whole idea with these podcasts is to get to get to open up people's minds and, and realize that, you know, one, yes, there's a pathway. Um, there is a correct pathway to, to, to doing the sport, something that as we do add risk to it, that, that it gets, that allows it to get better. Um, so I appreciate everybody taking the time to, to do that because there are some things in our sport, in our sport that aren't getting better. I'm, I'm still, um, having ridden in a few track days, I'm still dismayed at the, at the judgment, uh, that's happening at some of our track days and the judgment towards other riders, um, and what is acceptable and was not acceptable. And also the advice, um, the advice is, uh, there's a lot of advice out there and it still shocks me. Um, the, the advice that's out there and, and what's being doled out is, uh, is gospel. So, um, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping that by doing these, uh, you're starting to see that um, uh, that there is a different pathway for this. That one, there is, you know, we we can work on the right techniques, work on them at the right time uh, to to improve our sport and make be all be good for the sport. So, okay, I'm I'm off my soapbox. All right, here we go. So, podcast number 27, and again, this one came off of uh, a request that I just received. Thank you very much, and it also. Um, uh, was on my my list. So when I when I went to, to to add this one to my list, I did see in a couple of other spots, and I went, okay, well, let's just get with it and, and make this one happen. So that's exactly what we're doing here. And so this one is, hey, are you a leader or are you a follower, right? And of course, the subject has got you know a huge overtone to it. But yeah, are you a leader or a follower? So when you're riding, I don't care if it's street or track, uh, are you better at following or are you better at leading? There's some really interesting interesting nuances that go along with this, and, and I want to break them down. I, I'm guilty of both, um, and it just depends on on what's happening. And so I think once you start to recognize some of the patterns to this and how we can fix them, uh, and, and again, I, I want to be able to give you a pathway to fixing these things. So, uh, yeah, examples, right? You're, follow, you're at a track day. Um, you're, you're in the B group and, um, you've got to wait, you basically have to wait for a tow, right? You got to wait for somebody to tow you around to, to, to make sure the lines are right. Um, you got to wait for an instructor to go out with you. You're on the street. You're not sure of grip, right? You've got to have somebody essentially, you've, you've got to have somebody that essentially sets the, sets your pace, right? And it, it goes the opposite. It can kind of go the opposite ways. Well, I, well, I've seen this in, in the Moto America races as well, right? We've got guys that'll wait for a tow, right? They'll literally sit there, you know, they'll, they're fast, right? They're insanely fast, but they've got to wait for a tow to happen. They have to have somebody else drag them up to speed. And this one, uh, so what, what this one actually comes from, when you really think about this, is more times than not, this is not a lack of skill, this is a lack of technique, right? It's a lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge, a lack of knowledge, whether, wow, I didn't realize the grip was that good or um, I didn't realize I'd get on the gas that early. 
So there, there's a lack of, there's a lack of, it's not a lack of skill. It's typically a lack of technique and we'll get into that as well. The other, the other portion that goes along with this, this is the biggest thing that I see. The biggest thing that I see when we are you a leader or a follower, you're using the other person as your eyes, right? You're not really in the moment. You're really not present. You're th- you're letting the other person set the tone. You're letting waiting, waiting, you know, waiting for their brake light to come on. You're waiting to see where they apex. You're not as fully engaged as you need to be. You're letting the other person be that for you. You think about that. You're letting the other person be your eyes. So I've got a I've got a great way of of um, of working on that, which we'll talk about in just a, a second. So being a leader or follower, yeah, it, it it's typically not a skill issue. It's a technique issue, and the biggest overall thing that we see with that. Is really the, is really the eyes, right? Not really, not really aware of where you're going or what's in front of you, but but letting the other person serve the task for that. So right, you just kind of see them off of the, off in the distance. So that's one part of it. The other part of it that works onto it is you catch a rider, you caught you caught them, and now you can, you can't get past them. I'm gonna do a, a nice little uh, passing podcast that'll talk about this. I think Nick Nick the, Nick Einach talked really great. You know, talks really well about this at the Yamaha School, and it's something that we talk about too at our Rick days, which is, you know, you pass, you, you caught the rider, so whatever you're doing was right, but now you can't get past them. So now you just end up following them around, and that's that's obviously a common problem. And of course, the fast you are, or the narrower that gap is, the harder that that becomes as well. So there's also, so as we get into that. We get into that, right? You got to decide whether you're, you're a leader or a follower. And then once you get into that, you can start to think about, okay, well, why? Why am I more comfortable with that person in front of me? Is it because of grip? Wow, I didn't realize they get on the throttle that well. Or wow, I didn't realize their brake lights on that long. Or is it you're just literally not aware of the situation? You're not aware of where you're supposed to be going. You're not aware of where the apex is supposed to be. So let's start breaking it down that way first, right? Let's find out what the fundamental issue is. And once we find out what that fundamental issue is, then we can start to move on how to fix it. Identifying what the issue is instead of, well, God, I, I need a tow. Okay, well, why do you need a tow? So as, as, as simple as that is, you've got to, we've, we've got to be able to get that recognized is find out why that is. And I, I can look back on my racing days at AFM and, and realize I, I was poor at using my eyes, right? I was poor I, I would I would ride somebody and basically I would just get into a drag race with them with every corner because I was essentially doing what they're doing. I never got past them. I, I, I was only focused on them in front of me. And when I realized that that's, this was an eye problem, then I worked on, okay, wow, I, I need to see past them. And we'll talk about that in just a second and how that works. So <clears throat> let's look at two different examples. Uh, and this is you know high, pretty high level racing on how this works. You know, there's a lot of people that like to lead, right? They want to be out front. They want to lead, and uh, I, I, I typically like to be out front, and I like to, I, I like to be able to set the pace. Um, and of course, when we're, when we're playing with boys, we're typically going as hard as we possibly can go for that situation, for that bike, that those tires, and, the, and that grip level. And I like to be able to set the pace. And while that's great, I'm going to ride at at my the hardest that I can at my ability. The problem is, though, is if I get past, 
I have a very difficult time of stepping past that, right? What's the other writing doing? And then of course I start to you know, look at the other writer for what they're doing and try to figure that out. So while I can lead fairly well, I'm not great at stepping out of my comfort level past that. Whether it's they're better, the other person's better on the brakes or they use more lean angle or they're better on the throttle, I can get up to what, what is essentially my 100%, right? My comfort, my 100%. But moving past that is is very very difficult for me, and so leading leading is actually very easy for me because I you know I, I I've worked on using my eyes I've worked on my apexes I've worked on my exits I've worked on my body I've gone through all of that, but getting past that can be very difficult. Um, so if I even when I'm riding with a rider that may potentially be say a half a second a lap slower than me, even getting around them can be a little bit different a little bit hard because. I, I have to go out of my comfort level with, say, a pass or an exit or something along the lines that, 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 that goes beyond that. So you get the rider that can lead, that's great, but getting that rider to have to step out of that comfort zone of, of, that, of their own 100% can be very difficult. And for me, I'll just use myself as an example. For me, it's lean angle in the middle of the corner, right? I just don't want to run a lot of lean angle in the middle of the corner. I use a lot more body. I use a lot more brake. And I, I just am not comfortable running that lean angle. And I know in my own personal riding, for me to go quicker, I need to, I essentially need to be able to use more, more lean angle to make that happen. And, and uh, that's not something that, uh, that I've worked on a lot. But, but if I want to make that next step, I certainly am going to have to. So that's one, that's one part of it, right? Somebody that can lead really well, but to get them to step out of that leading comfort zone um, can, be, can be a big deal too. But then we have the other rider that that also can lead but think about this when the rider in front of them essentially blocks or screws up how they need to be able to lead it makes it really tough we saw that at, at a really good um a battle with that at uh, laguna seca moto america 600 race uh between valentine de and garrett gerloff where where garrett so so fast right valentine so so fast completely opposite ways of doing it and you know Garrett Garrett needed to be able to run uh, run the way that he wants to run which is to be able to get out and lead and be able to run the lines that he wants to run and use the brakes that he wants to do and, and Valentine was the complete opposite so when that leading ability got taken away from Garrett it was very difficult for him to to try to overcome that and it didn't and it didn't work out for him where Valentine stuck with his plan when he was leading and stuck with this plan of oh, I'm going to cover my cover my exits, cover my entries, not worry about my mid corner speed, and then so he essentially blocked the pattern of what Garrett needed to be able to do that. So right, Garrett could not step out of his comfort zone to make that happen. So there's a great example of that. The other one that we have is the ones that they, the person that has to follow, right? The person has to follow where they can't run a good lap because. I mean, they have the skill, right? Obviously, they're super, super good, but they just don't have the skill level. Or, here's the big one, the discipline to have the bike where it needs to be at the right spot. They're trying to go fast everywhere. Some really great examples of this is like, um, you, you, we watched some of the examples of uh, riders that um, that follow follow other, um, uh, essentially, Moto America champions, AMA champions. They'll say, oh my gosh, I can't believe how slow he is in the middle of the corner, but his drives are so good. I just can't discipline myself to do that by myself. And again, this is not a lack of skill. It's just a lack of technique. So that's how we start to look at these two different things. 
is is the people that can lead not stepping out of their comfort zone the people that follow not being able to be disciplined for correct technique they certainly have the skill there's no there's no doubt so <clears throat> a couple of uh couple of things all right so so that's that's great how do we fix some of these things so you're the writer that catches somebody at a track day it's fantastic you catch them and that's great now what do you do with it you've got to learn to get your eyes moving right look look you catch the rider, but now you're using them as your eyes. We've got to get you to look past that rider, right? Look past the rider, look behind them. Look past them, look behind them. Open up your surroundings. Open up your wares. You caught them, so you know you can go quicker than them, but now it's getting past them. So when you start this process of scanning with your eyes, look past the rider in front of you, and then look behind them. See the rider, don't look at the rider. You, you, it's actually very, very difficult to do, but it's very, very simple, but you won't believe the difference that it makes. So that's one thing that we can start to mess with. When you're riding alone, let's use some of our report cards, right? Let's use our order of our sport. Are you on your apexes? So right then, if you're not on your apexes, again, we got to start working on your technique, realizing, okay, well, the guy in front of me toes me around. So he toes me around to put me on line. We've got to know what's right and what's wrong, right? So what's the number one order of the sport? Bike placement. Let's work on bike placement. Let's get the thing in the right place at the right time. So identifying those things is, is, is already a huge deal. You're afraid of grip? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of grip as well. But we, have to, we also have to take a look at that and say, okay, well, why am I afraid of grip? Am I afraid of grip on the entry? Am I afraid of grip on the exit? Am I doing everything on the entry to mitigate that? Am I doing everything on the exit to mitigate that? And if you're still lacking feel or you're lacking confidence, then there's there's ways to mess with that. Start start you know riding a mini bike in the dirt. You can start to mess with that um, and start to develop a way for it. So, you know, overall in this, you know, look at that. Are you a leader or your follower? Right. Most of us are going to be followers in that regard. And what it comes down to, right? It's not a lack of skill. Typically, it's typically a lack of technique. You can work on your technique. You can start putting some of these things together, and I think you'll be fairly shocked. But let's go and identify, right? Let's go identify, what am I not good at? Why is this happening? And I think you'll see a pretty big uh, improvement in at least getting this program going.